This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What is up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I'm sitting at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what is up, man? Oh, not much, John. Excited to be here, be in here again, yes. ready to record another podcast. Um, so what do we have on the agenda today, man? Heck yeah. So today, I'm going to hit you with some stuff. I'm going to hit you with this right here. Something every young pro wrestler or old pro wrestler, maybe that hasn't had luck, should know about. And that is how to design a pro wrestling t-shirt that fans will actually buy. Because yeah. that's the most important thing, guys. So eventually... Every pro wrestler makes it to the point where they want to sell their own t-shirts, all right? It's almost like a rite of passage. You truly feel like you've made it to a new level when there's a shirt with your name, with your logo, with your likeness on it for sale at a merch table. It feels great. But now comes the actual hard part. People have to, have to actually buy these things, ladies and gentlemen. They have to purchase them. So this episode is all about the tips and tricks that you need to make a shirt that will catch the eyes of the fans and, most importantly, sell. Yes. All right? So before we dive into it, guys, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, please. All you got to do is type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You'll find us all on there easily. Check out our logo. Give us a like. Give us a follow. we got some really cool stuff coming very, very soon. So give us a follow on there. All right. So here we go. I have seen some terrible shirts in pro wrestling, all right? And I have seen them all, you know, in different stages of the game, various different stages of the game. I'm talking the highest stage. I actually can think of a specific example. So let's talk about this real quick. In the WWE, Randy Orton, when he was like, I think it was one of his earliest babyface runs in the company where he was really like he'd been a heel for quite a while and uh the rko the, the finisher was really catching on it was you know now it's just it's part of the lexicon the whole like like out of nowhere rko out of nowhere that's yeah. just a thing now so this was early in the stage where he was really getting that move super super popular and i was i was a fan i was like i love the rko I, and it makes me like randy orton more i want a randy orton shirt and i was like i can't wait for them to put out a new randy orton shirt for me to buy and I heard that they had just released a brand new design, and I go to WWEshop.com or, or whatever it was at the time, and it was easily the most terrible shirt I've ever seen in my life. It was like, and he wore it on Monday Night Raw a couple times, and I was like, you are kidding me. And it quickly <laughs> disappeared. And it was like, it was just like, it was a, a, a like off gray shirt that had white stick figures on it. And it was just like the various different stages of an RKO, the finishing move. And then I think it just said out of nowhere in like Comic Sans print. Under right. I mean, it was, it was almost, I, I bet you there was a conversation somewhere where they were like, man, these fans love Randy Orton. I bet we could make a garbage shirt and they'd just buy them up. <laughs> and uh, I don't think it worked because uh, I, I never saw that shirt again after that one Monday Night Raw and then it disappeared on the website. And uh, I, it's probably on eBay now for a million dollars. Like who uh, knows? But it's... <laughs> garbage shirt and even as a fan i wouldn't buy it yeah. i would not buy it i waited way down the line until they came out with a much cooler shirt so um i'm just saying i've seen it in all stages of the game i have friends who are absolutely amazing inside the ring but who have produced some of the most terrible shirts that no one wants to wear and um that's painful you know because you probably want to represent the guys you enjoy the most i know i did and i do i want to represent my friends and stuff but I, I'll, I'll tell you right now if I'm not going to wear it, I'm not going to buy it. 
It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like I, I, if I'm not gonna wear it, I'm not gonna buy it. If it's a buddy, I'd rather just give him a twenty dollar bill than 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 walk away and him know that I never put his shirt on my body. Like it's just not gonna happen. So no matter how much I like the wrestler himself, if I don't, if I don't, you know, if I'm not gonna wear it, I'm not gonna buy it. So let me hit you with kind of what I've summed up into the top five things that you want to do when you des, you know decide to design your next because it could be your next, because maybe you've made these mistakes in the past, yep. or your very first pro wrestling t-shirt, okay? This is for everybody. This is for the brand new guys who are thinking about creating a shirt for the first time, and for the guys who have maybe made a few designs and never had any luck at all with them. So if any of these things ring home, you know, ring true to you today, you might need to start thinking about it, okay? So number one, and I think this is one of the most important, is visualize your design, okay? And let's talk about what that exactly means, but this... This goes for a lot of things in life. I mean, seriously, this doesn't just apply to t-shirts, but a lot of things that you do from, from logos you're going to design or social media posts that you're going to make or text messages that you're going to send, I want you to not rush the process, okay? Yep. And when it comes to t-shirts, sketch it out. Even if you're a crappy artist like me, I'm garbage, I'm a terrible artist, but sketch it out on a piece of paper Look at it, put it down, go for a walk, go eat lunch, you know, create a couple different variations, go for another walk, you know, do some brainstorming, leave them out on your table and go to sleep. Get, wake up in the morning and just walk over there and look at them again. Yeah. You know, do that all over again with multiple different designs. And, you know, if a design comes to you straight away, great. But take the time to explore other options just in case. Okay. And this is very important too. Imagine your design on a shirt. Would you actually wear it? Like I said, mm -hmm. that's the, what we want here, guys. Be honest. Would you actually like to wear this shirt? I mean, if another wrestler or a band, etc., makes a similar shirt, would you be proud to sport it? Think about all these things. Really, really visualizing it, sketching it out, or, or pulling it up on your computer and, and Photoshopping it out. Whatever you got to do. Um, uh, having a buddy help you design it if need be, which that's going to come into play a little bit later down the line on this list. But really visualize it, and then most importantly, set it down, walk away from it, come back to it later, and look at it again. Yeah, for sure. you got to really have that design in mind and know that it's going to sell. You know, I think with, with two things, you have to have the mm -hmm. design that people are going to buy, yes. and that's going to make you money. Yes. Um, but what you also need in there... Um, I just lost my train of thought, John. Sorry about that. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I kind of see where you're going. I mean, you, you have to have, you got to have something that relates to you personally, you know, with the design. I want the design to resonate with your character. So keep that in mind too. Like, like, like if you have, if, if your gimmick is heavy metal, like you probably don't need to have like a Super Mario themed shirt. Like, you know, something like that. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I just remember my point. Yeah. So the other point on that is it's marketing. Mm -hmm. So you want people to wear the shirt because if they're going to wear the shirt, then it's marketing for you and your character and the organization that you're wrestling Absolutely. in and everything. So you got kind of those, those two points there. Absolutely. So like I, I've, I've and, and those are, I actually like that as a conversation piece. I like the shirt to be so cool mm -hmm. that people ask me out in the open, like, what's that shirt? And they may not, they probably can't tell right off the bat, but I, then I will happily be like, oh, this is, you know, a pro wrestler that I really like. Yeah. And, and I'll give them their name or something. Like, like, make the shirt very cool. Make it marketable. Make it something that people want to wear, even if they're not necessarily wrestling fans or even if they're not aware of you as a pro wrestler. Yes. So, very, very important. Imagine that design on a shirt, draw it down, sketch it out, 
Leave it there, sleep on it, look at it the next day and see how your brain thinks about it that time. So really, really keep that in mind, guys. Um, and then again, I'm going to stress that fact. Think about this. That Take your logo, take your idea. Imagine now if it was for a different wrestler that you know mm-hmm. and it was sitting at their table. Would you wear it? Would you yeah. want to buy it? Would that make you happy? A band, whatever. All right, guys. So let's move. That was, step, that was number one. All right. So number one was visualizing your design. Number two, keep things simple. Guys, that goes for another, you know, all walks of life. But let's talk about when designing a t-shirt, how keeping things simple is so important. So everyone appreciates awesome logos and, you know, crazy attention to detail. There is nothing better than seeing like a really well-executed masterpiece on a Mm t-shirt. Like I get that. But equally, some of the most classic t-shirt designs are the simplest. And, you know, they get the message across through sheer simplicity. You know, the two highest selling shirts of all time in pro wrestling that are still selling in 2022. You can still buy them uh, today and they're still selling. And they're the highest selling two shirts of all time. Both of them are solid black with block white lettering on them. One of them is Austin 316. And the other one is the original black and white NWO logo. Those are the two greatest selling wrestling t-shirts of all time. And they are still sold to this day. So in the past Decade or or last couple decades, I guess, honestly, the two most popular shirts have been, guess what? Black shirts with block white lettering. One of them was Becky Lynch's The Man t-shirt, and the other one is the various incarnations of the Bullet Club logo. The the original Bullet Club logo is, is like two pistols and a skull. Black, well, you know, they're white on a black shirt, and they've they've made tons of variations of that shirt that are just subtle, and they have sold like crazy. They sell to this day. So both of them black tees with white logos. You know, I'm not saying you have to do that. You may not have that kind of success with this, that simple of a design, but there is a lesson to be learned there that it doesn't have to be super crazy to be successful. And and uh, you know, I'm not trying to play any of you guys here. Those all those wrestlers are super popular. Right, yeah. That played a huge role in it as well, but. Like I was saying earlier, Randy Orton was super popular, and that design sucked, and no one bought it. So you got to kind of you got to you, you want to be popular, of course, and the, your level of success matters a lot. Mm-hmm. But creating a very simple shirt that people are happy to wear in the public, like no matter what, like they're they're not like, well, I can't wear this shirt unless I go to a wrestling show. You know, yeah. they're 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 simple enough to where you can get away with wearing them in everyday life and be perfectly fine with them. Yeah, so. you want to be able to put a pair of jeans on and wear them out. I have I buy Absolutely. I try to buy a shirt every mm-hmm. time I go to a show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's definitely my first thought is, can I wear this out? Because yes. I want to make sure I'm going to be able to use it. Yeah, use get it some more mileage out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, man, and just personally, I mm. like just the tech shirts. I'm yeah. usually just a plain, yes. like, colored shirt, or it's going to be a really simple designer text. Right, right. I have a few that are crazy that um, some of my boys have designed yeah. uh, for me. But other than that, it's it's pretty simple. I'll tell you right now, I bought, I was, I'm a big uh, Shinsuke Nakamura fan, and when he first came to the company, I just, I had to have his shirt, and I ordered it just, like, not even thinking about it. I was like, I'm just going to order this. I looked at it. And somewhere in the back of my mind, I was like, I'm never going to wear that. But I, I bought it anyway because I'm such a big fan of his. And I still see it in my closet all the time. And I, I do not ever wear it. And it's mainly just because he's had awesome shirts since then. But Shinsuke's first shirt was just crazy. Like it was bright red, which I'm not a, I'm not opposed to. But then it had like all, just, just huge logos all up the front covering you know 90% of the chest and stomach area and then it had a logo on each sleeve it had another giant logo on the back like that's just not me like yeah. I'm, I'm much more of a plain 
you know, t-shirt guy, kind of like you were talking about. So I bought it anyway. And even though I love him, like I'll never wear it. I might wear <laughs> it like around the house or something like, right. but I'll never wear it out in public because it's just too loud for me. But hey, that, that might work for you. Okay. The, don't get, again, we've said this in the past too. There's no blanket rules. Yeah. Sometimes things are going to work no matter what, but I think there's also a lesson to be learned there that all of his t-shirts after that look much better and they're far more simple so keep things simple guys don't go crazy don't think you need logos on each sleeve and something on the back and whatever like a nice clean shirt with a cool logo or text on the front and nothing on the back like that's great yes there's nothing wrong with that all right that was number two number three i want you to consider your market this is a very important one guys Mm -hmm. think about who your t-shirt is for are you designing these shirts for men or women young or old what company do you work for most as a pro wrestler are you centered in a particular place where you have your biggest following what type of audience does that company have what about you specifically does this shirt need to represent you know like like who if you work primarily at one place and they have a large demographic of of older people or women or whatnot you got to think about that guys you really really absolutely do and Think about your character. Are you a heartthrob that attracts more female fans than men? Keep that in mind, okay? That that the women are probably going to buy your shirt more than the men because that's just your character, all right? So keep that in mind. At the end of the day, you're designing a product that you want people to wear. So think about your market, okay? And then if if specific fan bases are not, you know, like to you your character, if it's not that important to consider, it is important to consider, but like just think about the fact that you're selling to wrestling fans as a whole and what wrestling fans like. All right? So wrestling fans typically like that just like so I mean it's it's no joke. Wrestling fans like black shirts. I mean that's just that's just that's a tale of history. It's not 100%. There's plenty of good white shirts and stuff out there as well, but keep that in mind. Um, don't go too crazy outside the box. I know that in the last uh, few years, one of my last t-shirt designs that I came out with was bright yellow and you know like I knew I was rolling the dice with that. I did a very limited run, and I managed to sell the box that I ordered of t-shirts. But, like, definitely not my most popular shirt. Why did I want a bright yellow shirt? I was I was trying to be different. I was very much trying to, like, I was like, I'm going to roll the dice. Am I popular enough to sell this? And the I knew that the logo was so strong that I was thinking, man, yeah. I think they might buy this on a bright yellow shirt. And uh, I, I sold a few, but there was definitely nobody uh, clamoring for reorders of that shirt. I, I actually had plenty of people saying, hey, do you have that in black? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I had plenty of people asking me that. Um, I, I actually was asked that pretty recently. They were like, did you ever make any more of those shirts? Because the logo was so great. But, you know, hey, that's that's the dicey roll sometimes. What I should have done was got a very small supply in yellow and then a lot in black. That's right. what I should have done. Um, but uh, I did not. So keep that in mind, guys. Th- think about your market. Consider your market when you're making these. Yeah, for me, you know, I have bright red hair. Yeah. So there's some colors that I'm mm-hmm. just not going to wear. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wear an orange shirt because then yeah. I just look weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. too much orange going on. Uh, <laughs> certain colors of red I can't wear. Yep. Certain colors of yellow I can't wear. Sure. It's just, you know. So sure. And everyone probably has that certain colors oh, they like. 100%. So. But black, gray, yeah. white, you know. I'm, I'm a big blue guy. I, I wear there a ton of blue. But uh you know, most people don't have at at the table. They're not going to have a lot of blue shirts, but the black, gray, white. If they got that, I'm um, I'm going to buy one with the best options. logo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
All right, guys, we got two more on the list, but real quick, I want you to join our private Facebook group. Again, all you got to do is type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler on the Facebook search bar. You'll find our group. Give us a join. Answer a couple questions. You're in, and you can speak to me. You can speak to Aaron, everyone else that's involved with How to Become a Pro Wrestler, and you can hear about all the podcasts and all the other cool stuff we got going on ahead of time. So, all right, guys, number four on my list, create the art properly. And then I put in quotations here, hire somebody. All right, yeah. and that might not be for everyone, but that's that's something that I do want people to uh, think about. All right, so I, me personally, have a pretty good mind for design. I, I think that I do at least. I have a pretty good mind's eye of what I want in a lot of scenarios, a lot of, a lot of uh, situations, especially concerning, of course, my own personal character and whatnot. But um, I can't execute a design to save my life. I, I, there's no way I can't draw. I can't Photoshop. I can't sketch. I mean, I just can't do it. You know, you know, you know your character better than anyone else, or at least you should. But um, you know, so the design should come from your brain, I think, yeah. if you really have a good feel for your character. But that doesn't mean that you can actually be, you know, um, the one responsible for crafting the design, at least putting it out there to where you can actually see it. So um, you you can you may not be able to sit there and sketch it out, draw it out, Photoshop it out, or whatever. But I bet you could write a pretty detailed description mm -hmm. and then work with an artist or a graphic designer and bring that idea to life. Okay, That's how 99% of my best gear and shirt designs are created. All of my that awesome design that I was just talking about that I made the mistake of putting on yellow, like I, I paid somebody to help me come up with that. I had it in my mind. I had it visualized. I could, I could you know... Uh, sketch it out like a like a child using you know his left hand when he's right handed like I can do that um, and luckily if you work with a great artist yeah. um, they can bring that to life I mean I, same thing with tattoos all all of my tattoos that I have are pretty unique and I had the idea in my brain and I'm like this is what I want can you do this and then I he sketches them out and I'm like oh, I'm so glad that people like this exist yeah it's a it's honestly amazing to me it's almost like magic when people can like take the ideas from my brain and actually bring them to life. It's so cool. So well, don't be afraid. Yeah. They bring them to life better than you could even imagine it. Like it, it is. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. So do not ever be afraid to work with a good graphic designer or an artist of whatever type. And guess what? There are plenty out there specifically dedicated to pro wrestling. There are some locally I know, but they're out there. You know, do some quick searches on social media and you can find them. People that actually design specifically for professional wrestlers, like as a career. So keep that in mind. There are people that, that want to help you out there. They absolutely want to. And they're worth every penny, guys. Yeah. Don't be afraid to spend some money on a talented graphic designer. Invest in yourself, okay? Ultimately, if, if uh, you create a solid logo that will sell and make you some money, you're going to be thrilled at that investment. Mm -hmm. All right? You're going to be absolutely thrilled. I know I was every time. Every time. All my best shirts, all the most money I've ever made came from designs that I may have thought up but was created by someone that I uh, partnered up with. Yeah. So, heck yeah. All right, guys. Last one on the list today. This is number five. So, this one's very important as well. And I've ran into some problems with this one in the past. So, let's talk about it. This one is research your printers. Okay? The, the actual places, mm -hmm. the website, maybe, wherever it may be, or the local company. If you've got a local company that you can work with, that's great as well. I want you to actually do some research, okay? So you've got the design in your head, you know. Now, choosing the right place to bring it to life, super, super important. 
You might even ask the graphic designer that you use, if you go that route, or the artist, the graphic designer, whoever, you know, do they have any recommendations? Keep that in mind as well. Especially if you worked with someone who is centered around pro wrestling, they're yeah. probably going to have someone that they may want to send you through. And you can ask questions about that company. Ask questions about, you know, be it like, how long does it take? Um, you know, are the colors true? Like I've, I've had that happen before where I look at someone's website and the actual colors that, that like the color of the t-shirt is not actually the same yellow yeah. as it looks on their, like stuff like that's just an example, but I've had that happen as well. So, yeah. So, um, get some recommendations if you can and ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. This is a big investment for you. Okay. T-shirts are one of the bigger investments you're ever going to make as far as merchandise goes. And we've had episodes in the past of this podcast about the, your merch table. Mm-hmm. And, and I said in those episodes that pro wrestlers are wrong for thinking that T-shirts are the first thing they need to make. It's actually not the first thing they need to make. They need to become a little bit more established and actually make a little bit of money on some other things yeah. before they invest in something big like T-shirts. Um, and then, you know, what we're, while we're doing this episode today is I don't want you to get stuck with the design that doesn't sell because that sucks. Yes. You're giving them away or they're just sitting in a corner like of your garage or something, you know, like that's, that's not what you want, guys. So um, besides for talking to the graphic designer, ask your peers in wrestling, mm-hmm. especially if they have shirts with quality that you enjoy. Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to be honest right here. Um, those bulk, cheap, Gildan unisex t-shirts like they suck i don't like them and i won't wear them because they don't fit me at all like they're the sleeves are baggy the 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 chest is is weird the the bottoms flare out and they're bulky looking like yeah they're square they're they're square and they're they're just they are the cheapest of the cheap for that reason guys and you know i don't mean to call out gildan they're like the leading like shirt producing company but like (laughs) they they, make other good shirts they make (laughs) what i'm saying is they make soft style athletic cut shirts as well and yes it might cost you an extra 250 or whatever do it guys especially if you're looking to sell some awesome shirts to some awesome wrestlers especially if they're athletes or if they're people that appreciate good shirts um again if you know of a wrestler, it be it a friend or just a peer or someone you met in another company or whatnot, and they produce an awesome shirt and you get it and it fits awesome and you love everything about it, ask them where they got their freaking shirts made. That can help you tremendously. At least you could find out like what is the type of shirt. Like yeah, is it just yeah. soft style or whatever? Like yeah. that, that's that's something you could think about. So if you put a killer logo on one of those cheap shirts, I'm probably gonna pass it up, guys. I mean if I do buy it and I have, it's, it ends up being a mandatory cut the sleeves off shirt. Yeah. Like, and I just wear it in the gym or something or doing doing yard work. So, so this is what I do at shows because yeah. every show, like I said, I'm going to yeah. buy a shirt. Yeah. That, that's I, I'm kind of starting to collect them. I, mm-hmm. I think they're awesome. I love supporting some indie mm-hmm. guys, so I generally go through. Yeah, yeah. First thing I'll do is I'll just fill the shirt. Like if they're there and if, it, if it's not soft, I'm yes. like, nope. nope. Even if I yeah. like the logo, nope, yeah. nope, nope. Until I find one that I know that I'm going to wear, mm-hmm. and I would, I would honestly, I would buy a shirt that the design, like the logo, may not be yeah, yeah. as top tier if it's comfortable for me. Yeah. Like if I know I'm going to wear it. Yes. Um, so I had a couple things on the printer. Yeah, yeah. I actually used Go to work it. for a print shop. Oh, really? And, and oh, I, well, I, I did the that. t-shirt yeah. um, designs on there and stuff, and then the guys would print it. So your printers make a huge difference. And yeah. if you and there's some online ones that I want to mention here in a minute. But if you can find a local guy that's going to give you a good price, I think that's the way. Because you, if you're going to buy a lot of these, you need a good relationship with yeah. someone yeah yeah and a lot of the things like we would have people that would bring us uh designs in mm-hmm. 
And um, sometimes if you do a lot of colors, they get more expensive. So sure. the more colors, the more expensive the t-shirt's going to be, sure. which is why those black with the white text, I mean, those are the cheapest as far cheapest as printing as and make, the yeah. ink and stuff going. Yep. Um, but the ink that they use and the uh, is a difference um, yeah. in the way they're going to fade or if they're going to fade it not. Right. Um, the way they're putting the press on there, some of them are like inkjet printers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're a little cheaper to do, but a lot of times the colors can fade in that if it's not a quality printer. Right. Some of them is screen printing where they will actually put the ink on there and then like spread it across right, right, and right. stuff. And those usually hold up better, but they're a little thicker. So okay. it's a little, it could be a little rougher yeah, on the shirt like when you're wearing yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of stuff goes into it. So, you know, not to overwhelm you with the printer, but these are some questions you can ask. For um, sure. It, yeah. Anytime I use a new printer, uh, for any of the stuff that I'm getting, um, what I want to ask is like, I, I, I want the font, whatever's on there, the logo, I want it to be soft. I want it to be butter soft because yeah. I'm going to probably wear it as a workout shirt right. and I don't want it to like rub on me weird. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah this yeah. is kind of weird, but when I run, if you have a logo shirt, yeah. if you have a thick logo on it, yeah. your nipples chafe. Yeah, man. it tears you up, <laughs> yeah. no, but it's and true. So, it's absolutely true. So I yeah. want something that's going to be soft. So a lot of times if the guy's going to screen print it, and I know the ink's going to be thick. I say, I just want you to put one coat on it. Right. And okay. it, the color's yeah. going to be, it'll look more vintage that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know it's going to be softer. So that that's one of the things. That's interesting. Do. I've never, yeah, I mean, I know that there are all different styles as far as like screen printing and, and silk screen or whatever, like all these different things. Yeah. But, um, and I know like what I like, but I don't necessarily know the difference or even that I can tell these people like how that I would prefer it done this way. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, maybe I can post some stuff sure. on, on the uh, page, or we can add it to some of the information here um, yeah. on the podcast for some of the links or something yeah, with, yeah. with some of that. But um, one of the other things with those shirts, like, yeah, the Guild and Basic. I made this mistake when I opened my first gym. I bought 100 T-shirts, yeah. and I bought the cheap ones. It was a white shirt with the black logo, yeah, yeah. and everyone took them. I gave them away for free if you came and you did a workout right. with us. Zero people wore them. I remember going into, like, the Goodwill or something like that, like Salvation Army or something one day, right. and seen a handful of my T-shirts yeah. that they gave away. And I was like, man, uh, they I mean, they were that bad. They weren't ever going to wear them. And yeah, they wouldn't yeah, even yeah. cut the sleeves off of them. They just right. gave them away. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never making that mistake again. But you have Guild and Soft Style, which is pretty good. Sure. There's a Next Level uh, brand that's pretty good, um, American Apparel, but those seem to be higher priced. Right. And then there's Bella Tees, and those are usually the – a uh, guild and soft style, next level, and Bella Tees are the ones that I usually right. prefer. So, and then you can get those in like even, but the cotton ones are soft. The uh, the uh, poly cotton are soft, and even the yeah. tri blends are like really yeah. soft. So, a lot of options there too. Which I guess we didn't talk about the different fabrics of the shirts, but it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it can make a difference. Do some research, guys, and and usually the best way to do that, best way to like research, at least for me, what type of shirt that you want to produce for your fans is. Get a shirt that you love. You know you got one in your closet, mm -hmm. right? You got one. You got your favorite workout shirt in your closet, or you got your your favorite band shirt, or whatever. And you're like, man, it fits me perfect. I love the way it feels. I love everything about it. And you just have that association with that shirt. Now I want you to turn that association into why do I like it so much? Yeah. What material is it made out of? How was it printed? Why does it fit so great? What what is the design of this shirt? And you can find that out, and then you can you can start researching companies that can help you reproduce that. Yeah, and you could if you had that shirt, you could take it to your local guy yes. and say, "Hey, I really like this. 
um, you know, can we do something similar? One of the things um, also with the local guys mm -hmm. is at least the, the company I work for, we would say, hey, you know, this is a really good logo and yeah. I like it, but you're wanting to do it too small. Like if we put this on a shirt, yeah, yeah. it's not going to show up like we need to make it bigger or, mm. you know, we need to, this isn't going to look good as a heart patch. It's going to be too small. Right. To, like to reach. So there's some things that they can really help you out with after you have the logo and like how it's going to look on the product. Right. It's kind of goes back to what we were talking about graphic mm -hmm. designers. Like why be so afraid to work with someone who has expertise in an area you need help with. Yeah. These people may be experts of screen printing or creating t-shirts in general or whatnot. They probably have some information available for you that you aren't even thinking about. Mm -hmm. So so work with them and, and build a good relationship, especially if you're going local. But I know that going local isn't always an option. Yeah. And for pro wrestlers, there are options out there, such as the one that most people probably know about is Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. I think it's ProWrestlingTees.com. I mean, that's one option. They have multiple different styles of T-shirts and stuff that you can get printed on. So that's one place that pro wrestlers can really, you know, set up shop and help themselves. I know that they've got um, limits on, on on how you set up shop and stuff. I don't know all the details of them, but they, they may have fees. I know that they have, like, yeah. social media um, requirements, uh, requirements that you have to meet a, a certain number of followers and whatnot. So that's pro wrestling tees. Still a great option out there. Um, there's also um, me and Aaron were just talking about another company called What a Maneuver. Yeah, what right a before maneuver. we started. Yes, yeah, What a Maneuver .net. Very similar to pro wrestling tees, and they don't have any limitations. I don't believe as mm -hmm. far as like creating shop and and having shirts printed out. And I, I do believe that they offer many different styles and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. like kind of a competitor. So. Um, Another option, that's great for you guys. That's great news. Great news for you guys is that there's competition out there, which means that they're going to have to, you know, negotiate pricing and, and not want to run you off to the other guy and all that stuff. So that's awesome. More, more you know, people in the game. Um, I know that yeah. there are, you know, there are other non-pro wrestling Yeah, there, there's a there couple well. other that I've used in the past. Um, one is called storefrontier.com, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing. You can, you know, create an account. You can upload your logos. You can kind of size it on the T-shirts. Uh, they do yeah. T-shirts, sweatshirts. I think they maybe do infant Things too, okay. but you get like five different options that you can put the logo on. Okay, um, and then with them, you can set the price. So okay. you could, you could have an online store. You could set the price on how much you want. It'll show you how much you would profit off of each sale. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then you get a if you order, then you uh, personally order. Like if you have a show and you want to order, I think all of them do this. But if you want to order to take some for a show in bulk, then you get a discounted price. Okay. Um, and then there's Redbubble, which um, yeah. I have some stuff on there that I sell. And the Redbubble, I think I would only use them if you're wanting to do other products, uh, okay, because yeah. they'll, they'll do hats, they'll do mugs, they'll do stickers, they'll do yeah, they'll do all kind, they'll do blankets. I mean, they do crazy stuff. So if you want to put your logo on crazy stuff, which I wouldn't recommend <laughs> doing a whole lot of that, but this they're, they're, they do a lot. Um, sometimes their quality is not as good because they don't use the same suppliers. Mm -hmm. So if you're from uh, like here, I don't. They send it to Chicago, but if you're over in California, California guys yeah. print it. So you just don't know who your printer is. Yes. And sometimes it's not as quality as right. you would like. Absolutely. Well, guys, there there are options out there, guys, and it is worth doing some research. It's worth spending a couple extra yes. bucks for like the better style of t-shirts um, that are going to look better on on your on yourself, on your your peers, on your fans. Most importantly, because you know. Again, the most important thing here, guys, is we want to make money, and you want people to buy yes. these, and you want them to market your character for you. So don't cut so many corners that you get left with a box of dish rags in the corner of your garage, okay? I mean, that is not what you want. 
All right, guys, I hope some of these rang true with you. I hope you're not making any of these mistakes, but if you are, I hope you learned something from it today. And now I hope you follow us on YouTube. It is How to Become a Pro Wrestler. All you got to do is subscribe. All you got to do is click that bell. We upload new videos all the time. Thank you so much for listening today. And thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, as always, okay, that teaches you everything that you need to know to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.